Welcome to Happy Healthy Crazy, the podcast dedicated to bringing encouragement, healing, and support to all those living with mental illness. I'm your host, Bill, and I'm learning how to add happiness and health to my crazy. Today we're talking about the role of faith. I'm not a licensed therapist or doctor, just a person like you living with mental illness every day. I hope that my stories will help you as we together continue our struggle for wholeness. Thanks for joining me. Now let's get started. I am a person of faith. Like 89% of Americans, I believe in God. I believe He made the world and is in control. I believe that God made me, knows me, and yes, even cares about me. I am also a person living with mental illness, seeking health and wholeness. At times I have wondered, can there be any connection between the two? What role can my faith play in improving my mental health? Perhaps you have wondered about this yourself. On today's podcast, we'll explore the answers to these important questions. For many years, mental health professionals doubted whether there was any place for faith in helping those with mental illness. Some even saw it as harmful. Freud, the founder of psychoanalysis, once called religion, quote, the universal obsessional neurosis of humanity. In other words, a widespread sickness that needed to be cured. But in recent decades, experts have begun to see things differently. For example, the British Mental Health Foundation's research has found that spirituality can play a positive role in promoting and maintaining good mental health. They now encourage healthcare providers to avoid pathologizing, dismissing, or ignoring the religious or spiritual experiences of service users. Why the change of perspective? Experts now agree that wellness is bigger than just physical, intellectual, and emotional. There is now a whole-person approach to the treatment of individuals, which, according to the Mental Health Foundation, needs to include spirituality. They recommend that caregivers acknowledge that everyone has spiritual needs and encourage them to provide spiritual resources and access to faith activities. The American Psychiatric Association, or APA, similarly states that wellness incorporates many aspects of a person's life, including the spiritual. They acknowledge a role for spirituality in helping people deal with mental health challenges. The National Alliance on Mental Illness, or NAMI, puts it this way, As we learn more about the connections between mind and body, it becomes clear that spirituality, religion, and faith can help some individuals live well with mental health conditions. There are several specific ways that faith can help those living with mental illness. First, it can help us cope. It's not easy accepting or living with a diagnosis of mental illness. It can be crushing to our sense of self. Our perception of who we are has to change to accommodate the new reality that we have a serious health problem and that we will have it for the rest of our lives. We wonder what's going to happen to us and worry about worst-case scenarios. In the face of all of this, we may need some help to cope, and faith can provide that help. 
believing that we are not alone and that we have someone greater than ourselves to turn to with our questions and fears can be a huge comfort. As Rob Lee, a Christian minister suffering from mental illness, recently wrote, Mental illness is scary, but God is a big God. We must throw everything we have at mental illness, including the God we serve, because God is a powerful ally. Regardless of whether we're in the bowels of mental illness or in a hospital room, regardless of whether we've had a mental health issue yesterday or 30 years ago, we are to claim the promise that while it may not be easy, we are not alone. I myself have turned to God many times in my journey and found that He has indeed been both willing and able to carry my burdens and help me persevere. Second, faith can be a way to understand why me. People who have suffered misfortunes of all kinds have asked this question since time began. In spite of all the wonderful things accomplished by science, it still has not found an answer. Faith, on the other hand, provides several. Why do I have this mental illness? Perhaps it's just a natural result of living in a fallen, sinful world, like all disease. Perhaps it's how God will show His glory through me to others. Perhaps God is using this as a way to develop my character. As the New Testament says, When troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. For some, Nami affirms, the most important aspect of religion is that it offers ways to understand our experiences. Third, faith can encourage prayer and meditation. Even in today's increasingly secular society, prayer is still popular. 55% of Americans say they pray every day, and 45% say they rely a lot on prayer when making important decisions. For the believer, prayer is powerful, a personal conversation with God. It's a way to share life's joys and sorrows with the Creator who cares. As the Apostle Paul explained, prayer is the key to break out of worry and fear. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. Science has discovered that prayer and meditation also has physical and mental benefits. According to NAMI, many studies have found that 10 to 20 minutes of meditation twice a day causes what is called the relaxation response, decreased metabolism, decreased heart rate, decreased breathing rate, and slower, calmer, brainwaves. For all of their advantages, these practices are now considered a valuable resource for healing, encouraged by professionals. The Mental Health Foundation even recommends that providers should offer or make available safe spaces where users can pray, meditate, worship, or practice their faith. Fourth, 
faith can positively affect our choices. Those of us with mental illnesses can sometimes make harmful decisions. For example, when depressed or anxious, we may isolate ourselves, eat too much or not at all, avoid healthy, life-giving activities, even cut or otherwise hurt ourselves. When manic, we may spend too much, be unfaithful to our spouse, and put ourselves in dangerous situations. But if faith is part of our lives, we may also care about what we believe God wants us to do. It can help us do what's right, even when we don't feel like it, because, as the New Testament says, you do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. The Mental Health Foundation puts it this way. Some expressions of spirituality affect the lifestyle and may encourage individuals to limit illness-related behaviors or to increase health-related behaviors. Fifth, faith can provide healthy community. Many religions share the tradition of frequent gatherings of the faithful, such as mosque on Friday, temple on Saturday, and church on Sunday. Being a part of a caring community of like-minded people has its benefits. Spiritually, it connects believers together in mutual accountability and support. As the Bible states, Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. Socially, faith can enable the mentally ill to build healthy relationships with others. NAMI reports that faith communities provide structured social activities that cause relatively little anxiety and benefit our health directly. The APA affirms that the fellowship, goodwill, and emotional support offered by religious or spiritual groups may also promote healthy living and mental health. In addition, having an ongoing relationship with a religious leader can be important. According to the APA, imams, rabbis, priests, pastors, and other leaders frequently are the gateway or first responders for mental health problems. Research has also discovered that just being inside of a religious building can positively affect mental health. In my own experience, attending church regularly has rooted me to the faith tradition of my family, created friendships, and helped me feel connected to God. I have received particular benefit from joining small groups within the church, which provided space and time for more intimate relationships. If you haven't been in services for a while, I encourage you to give it a try. You might just find the inspiration that you need. There are a number of other ways that faith can help us, but today I only have time for one more. Faith can also encourage good works. Doing good to others is a chief tenet of many religions. Giving alms to the poor, for example, is one of the five pillars of Islam and one of the ten good deeds of Buddhism. Jesus commanded, Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you, do to others as you would have them do to you. According to Jewish tradition, the ancient sage Rabbi Hillel once taught, What is hateful to you, do not do to your neighbor. That is the whole of the Torah. The rest is commentary. 
Why does this matter to those of us living with mental illness? According to NAMI, recent research suggests we experience direct health benefits when we volunteer to help others. The Mental Health Foundation calls assisting others a health-related behavior. In his book, Do Unto Others, How Good Deeds Can Change Your Life, Rabbi and psychiatrist Dr. Abraham Tversky explains this connection. Doing good makes us feel good. In my career as a doctor, I have understood that medicine has its limits and that ancient wisdom has a measurable power to heal human hearts. Much of this wisdom promotes the act of kindness as a tool for healing. Well, that wraps it up for today's show. Thanks for listening to this edition of Happy Healthy Crazy. I'm so glad you made time in your day for us. I'd love to get your feedback on today's show or any other comments or questions you may have. As always, please contact me at bill at happyhealthycrazy.com. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, have a great week, and remember, it's okay to be broken. We're in this together, and our stories are far from over. Hi, this is Bill, host of Happy Healthy Crazy. If your civic group, church group, or recovery program is looking for an inspirational speaker for your next function, consider inviting me. My dynamic presentations increase understanding of mental illness, encourage those living with it, and let others know how they can help. Each presentation is fully customizable to your group's needs. I've shared my stories with many groups, ranging from a handful of people to crowds of hundreds. I would love the opportunity to speak to your group, too. Please contact me via email at bill at happyhealthycrazy.com for more information. Thanks, and I look forward to hearing from you soon.